Do you know what I got to be honest with you about, Josh? I was I was a little bit shocked. You know, one of my favorite pastimes is listening to the teleconference uh, for the college football playoff rankings, right? I love the teleconference. For so, I don't know why it's inaudible, and for some reason we're still doing speakerphone when we have this thing called Zoom that works perfectly, but I digress. Um, there wasn't a lot of, why is in Alabama in? I kind of thought we'd see a little bit more of that, and I think everyone kind of got it. I think everyone kind of understood that, listen, Bama lost two games. Nick Saban wants to give you we'd be the favorite on a neutral field whenever they lost two games as massive favorites. It doesn't make any sense to me why that's a a point of flex, if you will. But when all is said and done, they I think they got it right. I'm, I don't know about you, Josh. I'm over the moon excited about Ohio State and Georgia. I think it's going to be a great – I'm sure Georgia isn't happy. But what a great bowl game that has the potential to be. Uh, both of these semifinals yeah. could be great. I know we're, we've kind of been searching for that year, right, where both semifinals are good. It hasn't uh, played out that way yet. We might finally get that this year with Georgia matching up against Ohio State and Michigan versus TCU. I probably would have had Michigan-Ohio State rematching 2-3 uh, if it was me seeding it, but obviously – that's not how it played out, and I don't have a big beef that it played out the way that it did. So it is Portal Day here on the Plank Show. It's the start of Portal season, and I've just been I've been perusing the names that have popped into the portal so far. I, I really haven't seen anyone. And listen, you guys are are more than apt to jump in and say, "Oh, this guy, Texas A&M, looks like they've been hit pretty hard by the portal over the last thirty minutes with uh, Miles Jones." who has entered the portal, one of their DBs. They're starting tight end Blake Smith, officially entered the portal. Western Kentucky quarterback Andy uh, Austin Reed has entered the portal. UTEP offensive tackle Jeremiah Byers is an interesting name. But I, I don't really know of anyone that I've seen right now that outside of the Indiana kid where you're, where you're thinking, huh, that's interesting. That's a guy that maybe Oklahoma could be looking at. What, three straight Wake Forest guys went into the portal, including sophomore cornerback J.J. Roberts. What do we talk about? His recruiting ranking. He was a three-star recruit. <laughs> the, um, I guess the entrance of P.J. Williams would be an interesting one, right? The offensive tackle for Texas A&M. Uh, he's a Dickinson product. Was big-time recruit, four-star as we always talk about in portal conversations, 6'4", six, uh, 226. Georgia was in on him. So, I, I mean, there's a few names that you kind of find a little bit interesting. But, yeah, he had A&M, Texas, Penn State, Michigan, LSU. But I don't think you have to have been recruited, like, by Oklahoma in the past to suddenly be someone that they're interested in either, right? I mean, it – this doesn't have to be a situation where, well, oh, you didn't recruit them, so obviously they're not in on them here, or vice versa. Derek Harris Jr. is an interesting name. The edge for Texas. Um, he is – he was a stud whenever they signed him. They beat A&M for him. Oklahoma State 
was also a guy that uh, a team that was recruiting him pretty hard. So maybe someone that stays in Big Twelve. But I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just kind of perusing the wire here on on three right now, and I don't really see anyone yet, Josh, where I'm like, oh, okay, look out. This is somebody that's just entered that Oklahoma fans might want to be keeping an eye on. Well, and I'm thinking back here to – and this time last year was just totally in flux, right? right? What was going on with Oklahoma. But did we – you know, beyond – Dylan Gabriel was sort of uh, an obvious – connection to make right? right could you could you reverse that one could that happen I'm trying to think out of the transfer portal did we have any I don't know that any of the guys that came to OU maybe late in the process we knew but I'm trying Jeff- to rack my brains like did we have a general idea of oh this this is a candidate for Oklahoma a lot of the names I feel like were surprises to a large degree that weren't necessarily on our radar and I think probably that's a lot of times the way it's going to be. Maybe Jeffrey Johnson was one because yeah. I remember. Um, but, I, I, again, I'm not – I can't remember what I did yesterday. So I'm going to have a hard time remembering portal guys that we were excited about. Uh, we get, we're getting this question a lot, so I figured we'll touch on it. And um, as you might imagine, Parker is going to be all over it. But the McCullough brothers – the younger brother had been committed to Cincinnati as safety, and he's picked up an Oklahoma offer. His his older brother is a, was a standout freshman at Indiana. Oh, Austin Stogner has entered the portal. He's still got eligibility left. I mean, how many schools is Stogs going to play for? Well, anyway. it looks like at least three. <laughs> but I um. I am very intrigued by, De- I believe it's Deshaun McCullough. He's the kid out of Indiana that's that played his freshman year at the Hoosiers. If I understand correctly, 6'5", 225-pound edge rusher will have three years of eligibility. And his younger brother, who, as we mentioned, is a Cincinnati commit, is is a guy that maybe he wants to play with. So that's it. Easy, easy time. Connect the dots. That's, and that was one of the first texts I had this morning. Hey, keep an eye on that guy. Uh, There was a Bama offensive lineman that went in the portal earlier today. And I'm just, I'm one of those guys that any, any Bama player that's in the, that's in the portal, I'm like, oh, okay. Let's, uh, (laughs) okay. Come be intrigued. This is interesting. Um, There's a guy named Miles Jones. Who's currently in the portal? MJ, a cornerback from Texas A&M. I clicked on his recruiting profile. This shows you how long this guy has been in the college mix. The combo that recruited him for Oklahoma was Mike Stoops and Kerry Cooks. So yeah, <laughs> but Oklahoma was in on him. Yeah, it was it was Mike Stoops and Kerry Cooks, man. We're going back to like 2016. So far, we're just there was a, a Western Michigan defensive end who uh, had reportedly picked up an offer from Oklahoma. A couple of other guys that you've seen tweet about it, but now you you not only have the the Instagram or Twitter pick, but you, it's not just for your recruiting anymore. It's for the offers that you have in the transfer portal. 
He's like pumped to pick up an offer from the University of Oklahoma. I'm like, you play at Western Michigan. But that's that's the way of the land now. That's welcome to the new era of college football. And now trying to put it into this compact stretch of time, we'll see how it works out. Do you think we'll see any more names from OU that would be in our eyebrow-raising list? Did, did the addition of quarterback Nick Evers qualify as an eyebrow raiser in the opinion of Josh Helmer? Oh, I think it had to. The fact that you're one year removed from convincing somebody late to sign with Oklahoma and all of a sudden, boom, transfer portal. Now, maybe I shouldn't be as surprised by it as kind of in the moment I was because guess what? You're bringing in a five-star quarterback and quarterbacks like the opportunity to play. And probably it means Dylan Gabriel's coming back, right? So from that standpoint, maybe it shouldn't have been totally shocking. But, uh, yeah, it's an eyebrow raiser, and it fits into the the column of not great news for Oklahoma. I mean, I, I just – I don't know how else you can slice it. I don't think that it's by any stretch a panic sentence for Sooner fans because, again, you do have an established guy, we think, coming back in Dylan Gabriel. And, oh, by the way, you're – about to sign, we think, right? A five-star quarterback in Jackson Arnold. But anytime you lose a blue chipper, man, you ha- it has to be on your, huh, we would rather this right. have ended differently. Are we sure Braden Fisk has an Oklahoma offer? That's the defensive lineman for Western Michigan that a lot of people are talking about. He's, he's protected his tweets, so I can't seem to find anything about it. But good-looking kid, if that's truly the guy. Great question on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. How... Can you transfer from one school to another and then transfer back the following year? <laughs> um, well, you're wanted. If you're wanted, you can come back. And you've got the one-time transfer and the graduate transfer. So the, the one-time transfer policy is in place. And then once you graduate, you can go wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, even if it's back uh, from point A to point B, back to point A. I think Stogner would be a nice fit when you think about the tight end room, right? It's very young. Jason Llewellyn, uh, Kane Helms. You've got a rock star, the kid that's coming in from Nebraska. Um, they're, they're really, really good, but young. Really talented, but young. So, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him take a sniff around Austin Stogner, but, you know, maybe, maybe sees what's going on, maybe likes Oklahoma, you know, maybe wants to come back. I don't know. It's a completely different world from when he was here, though. Completely I mean, really different. Is. But uh, Austin Stogner's obviously somebody that's played some big, big-level college football both here and beyond. So you get that type of experience, probably you're going to welcome it back. Now, I don't know that. I don't I know mean, if any of this is true, by the way. Right. I mean, it feels like maybe it's just wishful thinking, right? I mean, probably you left for a reason. I know that things are, I guess, different now, but – I don't know that he's entering the portal to come back to OU. But it is fun to talk about. All right, let me hit a couple of these other ones just to catch up on this because uh, you guys have been really good in the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. It's a plank show. Um, Everyone's kind of losing their mind about Peyton Bowen being in the OU.edu directory from the 405. Well, Colton Vasek is also listed in the OU student directory. So I'm not believing anything until Bowen signs. It's kind of been my point. I love 
I love the idea of dudes already being set. But I I love the idea of getting a commitment, but I'm going to be excited on signing day. Uh, for the 918, hey, guys, Richie Kalmus has a boy jet starting linebacker at Jinx that was having a good year then, had a season-ending knee injury. He's a senior next year. Okay, this is a great example. I haven't seen Jet play, but I am. These are the kind of guys that that you're going to see Oklahoma go get, and it doesn't mean they're going to sign him. Maybe prefer to walk on, whatever it might be. But and and Coach Venables has said this, right? Hey, that go go watch that one more time. Let's let's go make sure we're not missing anything. Maybe a guy gets hurt his junior year. There was. Uh, Parker, help me out here. Line, there's a defensive lineman that they're they're recruiting that had a torn ACL last season. So when you look when you look at his offers, it's not really all that impressive. But Oklahoma went back and said, "Dude, let's um, let's go give one more look. Go give one more look. Does he does he look slower?" Or is it someone that we can develop a little bit? Why, why does Marcus Wheaton still keep coming to my mind? Anyway, it's just, do you have, they're going to triple stamp, the double stamp, and it's going to be even more obvious on Oklahoma guys. They are going to make sure they're not missing on any potential Oklahoma talent. So if you've been that dude, recruit more Oklahoma people, this is going to be the staff for you. Ron from Lawton is not happy about the show today. He writes, the NCAA needs to address these NIL rules and establish that a player may enter the portal only one time during their collegiate career. This includes whether they were selected as a transfer from another team or not. The only exception of entering the portal more than once is due to hardship, which the player will have to submit a request and be approved from the NIL committee. Um... God, you're mixing a lot of things in there together, Ron, because, like, NIL has nothing to do with the portal. Nope. But, well, <laughs> it's not supposed to. But I get, I, I think I kind of get what you're saying. Like, you, your worry seems to be a guy goes to a school, isn't happy, transfers out, maybe has a good year, and then a big NIL deal is waiting for him, right? And so he transfers one more time. Well, this – you know, we're, we're past now the COVID exemptions. So we're still going to have some confusing rosters next year. But one time. And then if you graduate, you got your graduate transfer. So you got to get it right, which has been the big fight about Dion's kid. Dion's kid that's at Jackson State had, had already transferred once. He already used his, his open transfer. And I was like, oh, he's going to Colorado. It's like, is he? I'm sure there's some hardship that'll be filed and magically gets fixed, but. Yeah, no, I, they're working on NIL rules, but if your take here is that you worry about someone being able to pose the idea of, hey, I got a six-figure deal if you come play for us. Yeah, that's problematic. That's problematic. Uh, and they're trying to do what they can. Guys, um, this is good. Guys, I disagree with you. I think OU is going to have to get a minimum of eight to 12 players in every cycle. And I also believe that you will see everyone, including the Bama, Ohio State, and Georgias of the world, follow suit. Maybe not 8-12, to 12, but surely 6-8. to eight. I think you have to do that 
if not for anything else, but depth. These highly recruited kids are not going to wait two to three years for playing time. Those days are over. Well, I mean, there's a pretty distinct difference between six and 12 because that's kind of what we're talking about. You know, six guys, I think, is about what you would like to see you need from the portal every year. And then if a couple of guys that had been contributors leave, then you add a few more to that list. But, yeah, I don't. I, I think six is the number that you want to be able to say, we need to go get, you know, six guys to help us out here, and let's do that through the portal. I don't – once you start getting into double digits to get guys from the portal, I I, I don't like that. Well, and I don't I, think you need to do that. I don't know that I disagree with the texture at all in the sense that, yeah, probably to – some of the depth pieces you're going to have to look to the transfer portal or Oklahoma will continue to look that way. But what, what I think that certainly I've said, and I think you've agreed with plank is fundamentally, unless Oklahoma is bringing definite difference makers in, then you can't count on Oklahoma finding what we've said is it's not going to be realistic for Oklahoma to find half of its starters every year out of the transfer portal. They might find one or two. And occasionally for, you know, the right fit. And I do think, you know, until there's a a crackdown on it, yes, name, image, and likeness is going to be a factor in how the transfer portal operates. You might find a couple of other guys, right, Right, that are, you think, going to be bona fide difference makers that you bring in. But if you're thinking that 8 to 12 guys like that are going to come to Oklahoma every year – Guys, it's not going to play out that way. Yeah, It has to be the lifeblood of your program. Signing classes. Signing classes, your commitment. Um, from the 281, do you know where that big offensive lineman that entered the portal out of Rhode Island is considering? Well, I'm assuming that you're talking about Ajani Cornelius. He entered his name in the portal I guess he's a graduate, so he was able to do it last week. And, bro, he's got offers from about everyone. Uh, Oregon, Penn State have offered him. Missouri, Indiana, Syracuse, Memphis, Nebraska, West Virginia. Don't see anything from Oklahoma yet. But I, I, love, I, mean, I, I like the way that you're thinking. And then one more quick one here. Because I think, I think you guys are maybe I, listen. I realize something. It's 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 eleven twenty two on the ref. We're so in on portal talk that we have barely talked about the fourteen playoff. We haven't even brought up the OU women's basketball win. Um, we haven't even hardly talked about the NFL yesterday. Oklahoma, Florida State. I mean, we've we've mentioned the bowl game like once <laughs> on this show so far. We've got multiple weeks for that though. Plenty of time. And we haven't even done the top five stories of the day presented by Newcastle Casino. But I've accepted that I'm not going to change your mind on things. And when you see six and six, you're going to say, go get a whole new team from the portal. Gosh, if we only get six guys, oh, we're going to suck again. I don't know if all of you sound like that, but that's how I imagine it. That's just, again, that's not what this program is going to be, man. It's, it's not. And this text hits it on the head from the 405. The Alabamas and the Georgias of the college football world will take a couple players from the portal just to keep them away from other teams. 
And I think that's going to be something you'll see. You'll go get the best available player out there that you like, or at least try to. You're not just going to take someone um, because you didn't have a guy that played well at that position. The hope is you know, Georgia lost how many starters on defense last year? Seven starters on defense. Not a single portal person replaced them. It was all guys within the program. That's the goal. That's what you want. And sure, you're going to hear everyone's going to talk about USC. Well, look at USC. Yeah, and, and what happened to the big game? The same thing that's happened to USC, uh, maybe specifically Lincoln Riley, year in and year out. So, I don't even, we don't, we're not fighting over this. I'm just, you're not going to see the portal be this, I don't think, double-digit thing every year for the Sooners. I meant to ask you this earlier. Who were the best players out of the portal defensively this last go-around? What, what would be the short list five to ten guys for OU or just in general? College football. Oh, let's take a break, and we'll, we'll hit it next. We'll do the Newcastle Casino top five stories of the day. That's right after the bottom of the hour. With Josh on Plank, this is the Plank Show. So you, you were asking, as we, welcome you back into the, as we welcome you back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref, you were asking about some of the top defensive guys in the portal from last year. I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't just yell Drew Sanders right away. Right, he had a he had a pretty solid year at at Arkansas, and a lot of people felt that uh, he would have been pretty salty in Oklahoma's defense. But that that would be one, right? Um, uh, Akeem Mesidor transferred from West Virginia. Oh my gosh, the Mets just signed Justin Verlander. That's it, title run, baby. <laughs> um, Akeem Mesidor. I don't know if you remember him. He transferred from West Virginia to Miami and had a pretty good season. I mean, Miami had a very forgettable season, but as far as production for Mesidor, he had seven sacks for for Miami and, and elevated kind of his profile. So I say it worked out pretty well for him. We're going to see one whenever we get to the bowl game in, in Jared Verse. He is – he's stud. Now, I'm uh, – let me double-check on things here. Yeah, he's still, he's still likely going to play in the bowl game, but he had seven and a half sacks this season for Florida State, and he had transferred in from Albany. So, yeah, there, there was a handful. Mostly, mostly the dudes that had the breakout seasons out of the portal were quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – Well, and that's kind of what I suspected. Right. Again, you'd love to get significant contributors out of the portal. How many of even those guys do you look at and say, oh, okay, well, that was a slam dunk. We saw that happening. We saw that from a mile away. Agreed. Caleb Williams? <laughs> yeah. Addison? Okay, no duh. You're probably both sides of the football you could look at it and you know, pretty easily say, okay, well, that one makes sense. I had a good idea that was going to work out. As upset as people around here might have been at times with Dylan Gabriel, I mean, didn't you get what you wanted out of Dylan Gabriel? He had a good season. Big 12 Newcomer of the Year. And he's he's coming back to be not just a guy you hope can elevate his game and develop more consistency, but I think he's going to play an important role role in the grooming of a Jackson Arnold. Sure, really the growth. Do. 
I, I think that's really key. Um, people were mad. It's like I can't believe that. I can't believe that he wasn't more emphatic about him coming back. Blah blah blah. I'm like, well, I don't know how to say this, and I'm not mad about it. But Dylan Gabriel is not a good interview after a loss, and I don't want him to be. You know, I. I don't want a guy that's going to sit there and smile and tell me things are good. I want him to be mad, and he can't, was. Can't wait to be back. Boy, can't wait, man. I'm so fired up. Let's go. <laughs> like, you just threw two picks, man. Yeah, he's ticked so, off. Um, I, but, but I will say the last few texts to the Air Comfort Solutions text line have kind of reaffirmed my, my belief against those, the portal gods, who feel like if you don't go get – 13, 14, 15 guys out of the portal, you're suddenly going to stink. Um, Gosh, this is really long, but it's really good. No, sir, that's not how everyone feels. I think the young players will actually get us right, responded the last texter. There's a lot of talent on this roster. And with the 23 class coming in, sprinkling a few from the portal, BV will have a 10-win season in 23. Call it sunshine pumping or whatever you want to call it. That's just what Oklahoma does from the 316. Transfer portal, and by the way, this is good. So, sir, if this is truly your first text to the program or to the station, thank you. We got to give you a name. This is too good. This is too good. Transfer portal is exactly like free agency in professional sports. It absolutely cannot be the lifeblood of your organization or program. Your core values are developed from within the program or organization. Your program is developed through self-evaluation of talent and finding those individuals who fit with your core values on and off the field. Ultimately, you add via the transfer portal, trade, free agency, when you find fits that you think can push the envelope and be a good fit and difference maker within your program's leadership. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I mean, to supplement the good work you've already done, basically. It's the cherry on top of the Sunday. The Sunday looks good. Well, you know, I'll, I'll go a little deep. It's the whipped cream on top of the Sunday. You ever have a brownie fudge Sunday? Pretty so good. So good. They got the lower level of the brownie. It's got chocolate fudge. You got two scoops of vanilla ice cream oh, if yeah. you want it. They put more fudge on top of that ice cream. The whipped cream. It's amazing. That's the foundation of a Brahms brownie fudge sundae. Pretty good. Throw a little Cool Whip on that thing, man. Yeah. And you, you, you put a little cherry on top of it. Just adds a little bit of extra mixing. You know what I'm saying? And I hope that folks aren't getting this thing twisted between you and I. No. Look, if Oklahoma can add Xavier Worthy, add Xavier Worthy, right? But uh, when those – Options aren't available. Those options aren't available. And probably there's not a lot of those options available across the board, offensively, defensively, out of the transfer portal. Now, I will say this, though. This offseason, and I said this something to this effect earlier about Oklahoma, the approach that they take this offseason, I think, across the board is interesting for not necessarily even the core values of what Oklahoma is going to be built on going forward, but sure. the direction, some of the thought processes, and makings up of the roster going forward, how much the transfer portal this offseason, how much of a factor it is, right? Can you get a star or two out of the portal will be a good indicator of what the future, now into the future, looks like. I I think across college football that's the case because I think we're just now getting to the point, and I get it, no enticement, you can't entice, 
there's enticement happening, okay? In name, image, and likeness across the board, collectives have now officially taken shape in college football. And so I can see where this offseason and moving forward, we start really maybe in opposition to some of the points maybe even you and I have made right here, Plank, to where we do start to see more star power into the portal. And basically it's free agency. Let's see how this offseason plays out, not just at Oklahoma, but across the overall landscape of college football. We'll have a better idea of what successful programs need to get accomplished, I think, after this offseason and after next offseason. So as we sit here on a portal Monday, we're not trying to tell you Oklahoma won't be active and they won't bring guys in. I'm just asking you to lower your expectations if you expect something similar to what you saw last year numbers-wise because it all didn't pan out. And if 18 different people text me, see C.J. Colden, C.J. Colden, C.J. Colden, why aren't you mentioning Dylan Gabriel? You know, C.J. Colden was good near the end of the season. He wasn't going to be a star of this portal season until he got an opportunity late and showed it. So, yeah, that's worked out pretty well. But, you know, my hope is that in the future, when a Gentry Williams turns pro or something of that nature, that there is a – there's a guy who has been not necessarily his understudy, but a four or five star guy that's waiting to slide in and take his place. And you don't have to go out and get in a bidding war with whomever over the top corner on the market. Well, and I would just say this to CJ Colden, CJ Colden, CJ Colden. For Dylan Gabriel and CJ Colden, there's also an I will. Give the grade incomplete on some. Sure. But there's also a J.J. Hester. There's an L.V. Bunkley Shelton. There's a Davis Bevel. There's a Guyton. There's a Jeffrey Johnson, a Trey Morrison, a Daniel Parker, a Kenai Walker. Kenai Walker. There's a lot of names on here that probably weren't what you were hoping they would be. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. And that's not trying to knock anyone. That's just evaluating how some of the transfer portal played out for OU. For every C.J. Colden or Dylan Gabriel you want to look at, there's five other names that didn't work out. Um, Dale writes, take a look at a team who used the portal to flip their por- uh, their por- uh, fortunes, your Cheez-It Bowl opponent, Florida State. Dale, I don't want to go to the Cheez-It Bowl. The goal here isn't to get to Orlando and lose four games. So I- I'm I'm all in on using it correctly but again that's not where Oklahoma wants to be no one's happy with this so if you're gonna say look Florida State I don't want to be Florida State I don't want that to be Oklahoma we're never can we have another hour today yeah sure why why do our portal conversations only always turn into people fighting about how to build a program um Nathan Veer is on Twitter. I like this. At Plank Show, at Josh on Ref. Two questions. One, how many more players from the current roster at OU will enter the transfer portal? And two, assuming that we have eight spots left total, how would you allocate them between high school recruits and transfers? I I would say that, and which positions would we add? A lot to unpack there. Um, I don't know. 
I mean, I don't know how many more Sooners to expect to go into the uh, into the portal. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. What I have here is twelve dudes that are in the portal. Maybe they want to reward a couple of walk-ons with a scholarship. Scholarship. Yeah. Um, You have as I'm two guys coming in from the portal already: Jacob Lacey on the interior, the Notre Dame transfer, and Kendall Dolby on the back end. So, I I would say. I would say if I'm a portal searcher right now and I'm thinking of those, to me, six to seven spots, they may use the portal four. I don't know if an offensive lineman would be in that mix. You're going to have two, three, four offensive linemen in this class. And they've got a lot of offensive linemen. So I don't know if offensive quarterback probably not going to be in this class. Running back might be interesting, but you know you have a Gavin Sawchuck, you have Javante Barnes. You're bringing in two more guys, Marcus Major. You heard Coach mention him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is a need for a portal running back, running back, receiver, maybe veteran linebacker. To add to that mix with Canick and Ro- uh, I just said Rocky Kalmus with Danny Stutzman. Obviously, they went and got a defensive tackle. Maybe they get another one, but I think they feel pretty good about some of the dudes that they have in the secondary. So, and it probably depends on what happens today and tomorrow with the portal itself. We don't know who all's going, and we don't know who all's interested in Oklahoma now. Based on some crystal balls, it looks like you you might already be adding a linebacker edge type from Indiana. Sure, sure. But yeah, I I like the free agent comparison. You don't see a lot of teams. The, the Rams won the Super Bowl by saying bleep them picks, right? And where are they this year? Up the creek without a paddle. They stink. They don't have a foundation. Every team has injuries and deals with it. But I mean, I've got. <laughs> Now they've got a ring, though. <laughs> they've got a ring, and, and maybe that's all that matters to that bandwagon fan base. But they also don't have what could be the fourth overall pick in the draft this year. All right, so Japan and Croatia are in PKs. Japan has missed two. Croatia just missed its first. So Japan, I believe, needs this to stay alive and move on in the knockout round of the World Cup. If they miss it, Noonan, they're going to need their goalie to stand on his proverbial head again. Oh! Saved! Saved! Live World Cup reports are brought to you by All-American Roofing. Croatia-Japan tied at one. Um, what what is this? What what is this? M- move on. Top five stories of the day. Yep. You know what? Uh oh. Uh oh. You're blocked. You're blocked. Get out of here. Boo. You don't want to talk about the portal on Portal Day? What are you doing? Move on. Go. Go listen to those other guys now. They'll put your ass to sleep. So you're done. You're out. See ya. Blocked. Yeah. And. Let this be a warning sign to everybody else out Move there. Move on to portal football talk. What's wrong with you? We'll go ahead and uh, 
Plank and I will handle the creative content for the show. If you want to do the brainstorming, blocked. Now, I might need someone to help me with time management. I might need a time management guy up in the booth. But, yeah, no. Move on. Top five stories. Here's your top five stories. OU is busy on portal day. There's some signings going on. My man Jim in Arlington can't get enough of the uh, what, what the Ole Miss back and forth between OU on women's yeah. basketball rides over. Um, yeah, that, there you go. There's top five stories. Top five stories. You're blocked. You're blocked. You're blocked. You're blocked. You're blocked. Blocked. <laughs> All right. Listen, we got to take a break. When we come back, uh, Croatia did, by the way, win. So they advance in the knockout stage. They're on the quarterfinals. They went three to one in PKs. And that is a World Cup update. Quick break. When we come back, uh, we've got a breeze through the top five stories today brought to you by Newcastle Casino Next. So they sent out the bowl mania that we do. And TJ was trying to take credit for winning it last year. Drake actually won it last year. Congratulations, Drake. Well, and I kind of feel like the morning boys give up on this one a little bit whenever their picks go south. Like, we'll hear about the Ref Royal Rumble and all that, but it's almost as if the Capital One Bowl mania on Espen.com is completely forgotten about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Drake finished 12th. I thought I actually won. I finished 23rd. But of the on-air hosts. Yeah, I gambled way too much. Of the dudes that actually have their own show. No kidding. Um yeah, twenty third. I I was looking through here. So what you're saying is, <laughs> you have carved out an avenue to where technically you were the the ref That's champion. Right. That's right. I was I was the ref champion. So I thought about this idea for the ref Royal Rumble. I kind of don't like the way it went this year, Josh. I'm just being. I mean, this is Toby and TJ's deal, and we're blessed to be a part of it because anytime we can kind of pull off their popularity. Maybe get a few promos aired on this station like they do incessantly. We'll do whatever it takes. Sure. But yeah. I uh, I was thinking about maybe going a little live golf and kind of starting our own thing. Okay. So you and I go rogue. Go rogue. Maybe see if we can't use some cash and a major sponsor to lure in the likes of Teddy Lehman. You know, seem oh yeah right. Uh, and 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 Tyler, I think Tyler is a little bit disenfranchised from the kind of yellow approach that took place in the final week of 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 picking. We could get listeners involved too. See, and I wanted the idea of a cash prize, but Toby said I could get in trouble if I do that. Oh really? Like fifty bucks per person, maybe a hundred, so we don't have to hold a dopey trophy and we can actually have some cash. Yeah. I'll start working on Steel Man if need be. I'd go Greg Norman on this thing. Hey, you, you've got my full support. Okay. I just got to find out if it's legal or not. But that gets me back to what's most For important. For legal purposes, there will be no money involved <laughs> uh, publicly. Cash prize. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. No cash prizes allowed. Um, But, yeah, you can get involved now in the Unhitch the Wagon group, which is – at ESPN.com, Capital One Bowl Mania. All right. <laughs> that was um, great. Yeah. We, um, I'm just thinking. Thinking out, outside the box. Always trying to find ways to expand the listenership. All right. Um, congratulations, I guess, are in order because things like this matter to the kids. I never really thought much of them, but it matters to the guys. Peyton Bowen picked up his fifth star this morning from Rivals. Jackson Arnold picked up his fifth star from uh, Rivals as well. So with Bowen, I guess what already enrolled. Did he go to class today? <laughs> but with many feeling like Peyton Bowen is on his way to Oklahoma, and Jackson Arnold firmly committed. That's pretty exciting. That's pretty exciting for a a, a future 
one-two punch with a defensive leader and an offensive guru. Is it worth us saying, hey, let's let's cool it just a smidge on Bowen? Let's pump the brakes? Yes. <laughs> I mean, until this until this guy has signed, right, the enrollment, I mean, that's great and, you know, looks like there's positive signs, but this is not officially official. That's right. That's absolutely a bazillion percent correct. Is it? Oh, I saw a wink. All right, quick break. When we come back, let's put a wrap on this edition of The Plank Show right here on The Home Sooner Fans. I'm telling you what, there is nowhere you want to be outside of right here for the next three hours. Parker Thune and Mike Steely are standing by and ready to roll. Parker's been all over the latest portal news, so in exactly five minutes from now, Parker and Steelman are here to take over. Um, so it's a big portal day, and then obviously the debate about whether or not that's how you want to build a program. We haven't added any names this morning. 12 total in the portal for Oklahoma as we speak. These are guys on their way out. Wete, Clayton Smith, Joshua Eaton, Kendall Dennis, Jordan Mukes, Theo Wees, Alton Tarber. I still hadn't seen Alton Tarber's announcement. Nick Evers, Bray Walker, Bryson Washington, Ralph Rucker, and Kevontae Henry. Why Oklahoma will be even worse in 2023, the transfer portal, my column. This is almost as bad as <laughs> Shehan Jayaraja and his horrible tweet over the weekend about, well, it was a year ago today when Brent Venables started stealing Clemson recruits. It's like, bro, do you even college football? It's, did that thing get ratioed yet? Oh, my gosh. So far, we know Eric Gray, Wanye Morris, and Jalen Redman, along with Anton Harrison, are off to the NFL. And the incoming Sooners, as of 11.58 a.m. official ah, uh, are Jacob Lacey and Kendall Dolby, I guess, is included in that mix for Oklahoma guys that are incoming. So I, I did not even get close to hitting all your comfort solutions text. We'll carry over some till tomorrow. Probably didn't even do justice to the Newcastle Casino top five stories of the day. Happy Monday to everybody except for the guy that told us how to run the show. Yeah, what are you talking about? Get to the top five story. What are you talking about? We're fighting over how you build a roster, bro. Come just, on. Just kidding. Happy Monday to you as well. By the way, um, TJ Perry, who was claiming victory in the Capital One Bowl pick last year, finished 339th. See you guys back here tomorrow on the Plank Show.